Welcome back to ComTrack. My God, has it been a long time. I'm your host, Tim Lifite, and I've been away for quite some time due to some technical difficulties with my computer, but now that that's been taken care of, we're back on the air. And boy, has there been a lot of changes since we left. Uh, quite, quite horrible ones out there, I'm sure, especially of us living here in the States. For those of you listening overseas, help. But there has been some good news, at least, because uh, my guest here tonight is actually my wonderful and loving fiance. Hello. Katie Souders. <laughs> it's so nice to have you on for this show because now I get to brag about people that I'm marrying this wonderful, wonderful human being. I'm real. <laughs> I'm a real woman. I exist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't isn't that because uh, what my my folks just always thought assumed that you were just a figment of my uh, dwindling uh, psyche? And I think that's what mind. everyone thought. Well, I, I guess I can't <laughs> say I blame them too much. <laughs> well, uh, well, okay, well. Before we like actually jump in, and if you really do want to not like just hear our stupid uh, 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 couple-y bullshit, uh, there is a button below where you can skip ahead and start uh, straight into the movie. But before that, uh, I, I just want to say that my fiancé here is probably the biggest Taika Waititi fan I know, and this, I do believe that this tonight's show, What We Do in the Shadows, is your favorite film. That is correct. Okay, please. I would like to hear the genesis of what your experience is with this, and then you can lead into how you got me totally hooked to it. Well, my brother introduced me to it, and he uh, pitched it as, uh, okay, well, it's a bunch of vampires, they're roommates, and there's this one that's 8,000 years old, and he just kind of terrorizes them a little bit. And I'm just like, shut up, I'm in. And, <laughs> and so? So, I love it. I watch it every time I have a migraine, because it's comfy. It's it's your... It, it's it my is comfort your, movie. It is your uh, uh, wool blanket movie. Yes. It really is. Um, you showed it to me when we were first starting to date. Uh, and, uh, it, it uh, you, when you, you had the, roughly the same pitch as your brother, cause I mean, that's just kind of how your, your, the words fall out of your mouth. Yes. <laughs> uh, and when you pitched it, uh, as a student of film who went to, uh, uh, film school for five years, uh, I was involved in a lot of 48 hour film projects and the, every October there would be one for a horror subsection so there would be a lot of horror subgenres and you get to play around with that and in 48 hours you get to make like a five seven minute film so i'd seen a lot of them i always went to the screenings because i loved the film community there loved it and when you pitched it to me it honest to god sounded like a student film 48 hour film which if it upon you telling me in later years that was basically the case wasn't it well, the original short, definitely. Yeah. I, I saw you watching that earlier today. Yes. I, I, and it's, the original short's terrible. That, it's no, hilarious. are you kidding me? You Okay, so on a technical... It's hilariously terrible. I love it because it's so bad. On a technical level, yes, it is yeah. not that great. But 
I saw greatness within it, and upon watching, I'm not the saying sh- there wasn't greatness compared to the movie they made later. Yeah, it's, it's awful. Well, that's because they had a budget, dear. Yeah, they had a budget <laughs> later. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I, when it's I was just hilarious comparing the two. When, when I popped it in the original short film of which this film is based on, and by the way, if you want to, if you at home want to take a look, it's actually on YouTube. Uh, so if we, if I can, I'll try to provide a link in the uh, description below. But um, yeah, I, when I popped it in and watched it, uh, the the original short film, not not the actual movie. Uh, it honestly gave me flashbacks of watching the old 48-hour films from way back in the day because it's so amateur. Like, don't they have like the the, the teeth? They have the, the plastic teeth you find at Halloween stores for and little kids. Just like shitty, like kind of shitty wardrobe. And well, they're trying you know, to do the German accents through the plastic teeth, and it's just more <laughs> hilarious. It's way funnier, actually. Like all the original cast, almost all the original cast in there, uh, including Stu. Yeah, Stew is in the original short. Uh, They're all talking through these big, crazy plastic teeth, trying to do the accent, and it's it's just so funny. It's like it, um, but yeah. When you uh, and then when I finally watched this for the first time, I thought this is amazing, and I really wish that this was gonna turn this would turn into a series and not just. A short film because there's just more room for shenanigans and character development. Now my wish came true. Yes. Which is awesome. And the show is way better than it has any right to be as a spinoff. Okay, so I want to hear what, what, what when you heard, first heard about the show, what did you? What were your thoughts? Just when I, you heard, first heard about it. I was happy we were going to get more. And I was very excited about that Taika Waititi was going to be involved and Jermaine Clement was still going to be involved. But I was very just weary of it because yeah. as we all know that's usually not a great thing yeah yeah uh, a spinoff is usually not great no because but it turned out so good oh i know right and it's amazing it's hilarious i, I love it I, I remember seeing just the teaser of uh with nandor in the supermarket i love nandor nandor's fucking hilarious nandor's one of my favorite characters but uh i remember it was just that promo with nandor and i'm like wait there's we aren't getting the original three like come on and like, is I don't anyone think it would have worked as well with the original three. I think it could have, but it would have been less I like the idea that they show up from time to time. Yeah. Spoilers. They show up in the, <laughs> in the show, in every, the show once in every once in a while. But uh, it, So far in the past two te- seasons, twice. Yeah. But uh, I like that it's the original three, not the original three. Sorry. Right. Okay, yeah. And I like that it's... On the other side of the world. I like that it's in New York. <laughs> Staten Island. Yes. <laughs> I like that they have their own story. I like um, seeing all this other vampire culture around them. Yes. Because you only saw a little bit of that in, the, in this movie. Well, again, I... Because it I was so have, focused on the tr- trio. I totally wouldn't have minded if it was the original three, but my main concern is because I didn't know at the time. I don't... Uh, I don't think they released anything at the time. I didn't know if Taika Waititi or Jermaine Clement was going to be involved. And I didn't know. And it wasn't until I actually sat down and it said, written by, you know, Jermaine Clement, directed by Taika Waititi. I'm like, okay, all is right with the world. Yeah. <laughs> like, when we saw that they're, like, actually writing and directing and they're, like, heavily in produ- like heavily involved in the production, you're like, okay, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Because the show in itself is 
brilliant. And I'm not saying I wouldn't have liked to see more of the original characters. Yeah. But I think it's so much better because it's not the original characters. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have this clean slate and you can just build off of that. Yep. And plus the addition of Colin Robinson. <laughs> yes. He's probably my favorite addition because he's... Everyone knows a Colin Robinson. He adds such depth to the lore and such an amazingly hilarious way. But, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this movie in its of itself, just the film, uh, is just so much funnier than it has any right to be. Because, again, I... I, I, I've made 48-hour films. I've made 48-hour horror films, and I've watched other people do it. I actually distinctly remember one year there was a straight-up mockumentary of zombies living together in a dorm together. And I that was the, the, the short film that I immediately thought of when I you pitched this to me. And when I was watching it, I'm like, oh my god, they just have a budget. <laughs> so, and, but weirdly enough all the jokes land so much better because you know when you're improvising you only have a weekend you don't have a whole lot of time to bash things out with the script some of the uh, the, the people involved just may not be the most talented which again it's it's not their fault it's it's just like you know some people aren't just can't think as fast you know uh so a lot of the dialogue and the jokes feel stilted and awkward and kind of poor in their execution and which is fine because it's you know like they're making it within forty eight hours, the clock is ticking and so forth. So that's totally understandable. That's kind of the nature and the fun of forty eight hour film festivals. And uh, so when I saw this movie, I immediately thought of all those old days. And it just, in a weird way, this movie kind of wanted me to get back into making movies again with my friends. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's just want to do shilly, silly shit with your friends. Absolutely. Yes. Because Taika Waititi is a silly, silly uh, goofball. Yeah. If, if you if he's gonna be in anything, you just gotta look for the character that's slightly silly. Just slightly. <laughs> just slightly uh. silly. And, you, and I believe uh, ever since then you've become quite the Taika Waititi fan, and of Jermaine Clement as yes. well. Yes. Uh, like, uh, well, I've been a fan of Jermaine Clement for quite a while because I really like Fly of the Concords. Oh yeah. Um, it's ever since I think between the two of us, we have seen all of Taika's films now, right? We've seen Boy, we've seen Hunt it for the Wilder People, we've seen Thorn Ragnarok. We've seen this, and uh, was there any... I don't... Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, my God, we saw Jojo Rabbit in Jojo the theater. Jojo Rabbit was, was amazing. That was... He He really does have a fascinating interest in Nazis, doesn't he? Yes. Please. Well, he's Jewish, so... Well, actually, I think you were the one who told me about that. Please, yeah. Please do share. Oh, about how he's um half uh, Maori? Is that what they natives are called I in New Zealand? I believe so, yes. I just want to make sure I'm pronouncing that right. He's half Maori... Grew up in Germany. Did he grow up in Germany? Yes. I didn't know that about him. Yes. That and, um, I his know. mother is a Russian Jew. Mm-hmm. So I find that fascinating, especially with his uh, fascination with Nazis, especially the swastika. <laughs> if you've seen it, he has a TED Talk where at one part he just describes how he would always just, he was fascinated with drawing swastikas in his yeah. notebooks at school. <laughs> yep. But then, like, he realized what it meant mm -hmm. and uh, that his teachers and friends were going to see it. And then he just kind of like edited them to look like the windows icon. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute and innocent though. Yeah. 
And and if you see his um like New Zealand films, the ones that take place in New Zealand, yeah, there's a lot of there's always like an allusion to a swastika. A little bit, yeah. Like you like see a that. boy, he he uh, shows like a swastika he graffitied onto a the grandmother's wall. Also, doesn't he have like to a the kid? Uh... And he's like, I drew that. <laughs> and it's just so fascinating and weird because you know he's he's Jewish. And he's also the, one of the sweetest human beings. Yes. Um. The other thing that I really love about him is his Instagram page. Yes, it's mostly just pictures of him falling asleep in places. In random places. <laughs> yes. Like probably my favorite picture of him is uh, when he was shooting Thor Ragnarok. It's a picture of him, Chris Hemsworth, and uh, 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 Mark Ruffalo, or Mark Mark Ruffalo, all asleep, snuggled up with one another in their uh, trailer. Everyone loves that picture. That 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 is peak masculinity right there. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of peak masculinity, uh, when you hit play, you become very sexy. Yes. <laughs> so why don't we strap in for this movie? So if you folks have a, a, a copy of what we do in the shadows, if not, it is streaming on Hulu along with the show. Uh, there's the cut. Like if you have it a rental, whatever. Cue it up, because we are ready to hit play in three, two, one, click. There's one of the uh, the many, many companies that finance this. That's that's something you got to love when a lot of indie films start. Yeah. Just all the weird production companies. and uh, The production companies in New Zealand are kind of awesome too well yeah that's because you know lord of the rings happened well even just like the low budget independent stuff is amazing yeah um, like even the bad stuff is like this is hilarious i love it well of course because it's got a lot of spirit and heart but i believe that this documentary board here i believe that's the fictional one the yeah. world within a world because because <laughs> this is a mockumentary yes and you have to keep the spirit of it oh and speaking of the documentary one of the things that i thought was really funny about the original short film when i was watching when they list the credits they don't list the names of the actors they name the names of the characters so in keeping with the spirit of the mockumentary um and jermaine clement's character is not vlad the poker it is uh, vulvas the abhorrent <laughs> which is actually vulvas. kind of yes vulvas <laughs> which is actually kind of funnier <laughs> And this original gag, like with the uh, the, the coffin and the, 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 the alarm clock, I believe, was also in the original short, which is... And the way that... The, the fact that they open up with this makes it even funnier. And I love... Uh, <laughs> how he stops halfway. <laughs> He's doing a magic trick. <laughs> <laughs> He's just grinning face. at the camera. <laughs> I think Taika Waititi's face is probably one of his greatest assets as a comedian. Because he has that perfect tone, like he walks that perfect tone uh, or that t uh, that perfect balance between of cringe humor, where it's very silly and very cringy, but it's also really smart when you get yes. down to it. Because cringe humor can really go either one of two ways. It can either really make you, you know. I think this is just New Zealand humor because Flat of the Concours is a lot like this. It's a lot of the same humor. I can see. Yeah, okay. I yeah. know you haven't watched it. I ha that's the one I have not seen. Yeah. 
I have to have you watch that then. Yes, I'll that that that'll have to be like a our next weekend date. We'll just drink a lot and yeah, because we of the still contours. can't live in that leave the house. Nope. Because <laughs> we happen to live in Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite the night. I know, right? <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Although he's, I think Deacon here got the short end of the stick by sleeping in the closet. Oh shit! <laughs> well, there's so many rooms. It's got, it kind of feels like he just probably just doesn't like coffins. Possibly. It, actually, he does mention that in the original short. He says he actually does not like to sleep in coffins. There you go. There. Okay. Yeah, that's that's really funny. Yeah. So he just kind of sleeps upside down in the closet. <laughs> That fucking, that just, like, awkward smile. <laughs> well, because now he knows what he's got to do now. Yes, yeah. yes. And then, of course, we have the final Peter. And I do love the spelling of it with the Peter. Y. Yes, P-E-T-Y-R. is really fun. Just straight up Nosferatu. He's, like, straight up in a stone sarcophagus. <laughs> just in the basement. Well, yeah, every, I mean, every uh, flat... Or apartment uh, has to have, or house really. Uh, ev every one of them has to have like their couch or basement troll. Yeah. And Peter to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter is clearly uh, their basement troll. Yes. And I love the fact that he has absolutely no dialogue. He's just kind of there. He is ancient and beyond words. How <laughs> he dare is, you? <laughs> he is 8,000 years old. He's not here to talk. Yeah, he's not here. <laughs> he's not here to come to flat meetings. <laughs> he's not here to talk. Isn't this the... Wait. Wait for it. <laughs> Isn't that the exact sound you make every morning? Well, when you open the curtains and it's blinding, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You do have very, like, sensitive, uh, delicate vampire skin, don't you? I am very, very white. <laughs> I don't mind being so pale. It's just that it burns. <laughs> okay, now this is the moment where, like, uh, when I was first watched this, I'm like, okay, so we have the classic, you know, dorm or apartment or roommate meeting uh, and where where we bring in the mundanity of of the supernatural. I send you this gif every time I'm working, and you have not yet done the dishes. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. Are you embarrassed? <laughs> Just do the dishes. <laughs> I want do the dishes. Do the dishes. <laughs> God. Getting, like, just running around in uh, New Zealand doing some of this stupid shit must have been the time of their lives. I just want to run around New Zealand where they have free healthcare <laughs> and no corona. <laughs> I also love the amount of artwork that they were able to both you know, use in the movie and also make their... Because you know a lot I, of it's... I love how you can't tell what's sourced and what's been created. Yeah. Specifically for this. Well, that Except one's, for that one. Yeah, that, that, one that one's really that's obvious. Goya. Yes. Yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I love his facial expressions. They're all they're all really great comedians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm also really glad that it's not just one long, ugly breath of a scene where it's just them in their uh, roommate meeting or flatmate meeting. Cause, and they break it up with intercutting by going around and introducing the characters. Because otherwise, if you're just there, you're just kind of, you know, as a fly on the... <laughs> <laughs> you're just kind of a fly on the wall, and it gets pretty boring. But when you but when you break it up with stupid shit like this, it becomes a lot more interesting and well, fun. I love that there's, th like, three different cuts of this movie. Oh, yes, that's right. Because there's this, this original yeah. cut. Um, but you'll be hard pressed to find the other two. Oh yeah, I'll, but this original cut's pretty good because <laughs> it's best of both worlds, really. Of yes. The other two. <laughs> <laughs> we should totally get one of those. When oh, we get a house. absolutely. Yes. Torture chamber, straight up. Just. And we just own our own place. Yes. Just make it very macabre and very spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Screw, uh, I'm sorry eyebrows, I'm yeah. sorry sir but your name is Volvus the, the abhorrent stick with the name <laughs> I feel like that's an in joke <laughs> but uh oh, what was I uh... we were talking about the cuts oh yeah that's right okay so the original cut was because they shot like a hundred and something hours of footage like, almost all of nice it was improvised. Uh, and they made two cuts originally. I think each of them was, like, two and a half, three hours long. One of them was mostly motivated by story. Like, editorial-wise, their story was the main focus. And the other cut, the jokes were the focus. Uh, and then they decided, okay, let's just try to take the best of both versions and it became this cut that we're watching now. Well, there are is... um, cutscenes that are on daily motion. There's a few of them. Oh boy, I gotta and watch them. Things get weird. <laughs> <laughs> Not okay. This is yeah. This is probably one of my favorite bits where they just start hissing at each other and then awkwardly they have a hissy fit and then they awkwardly just uh, okay. <laughs> and Vlad's just there like okay. I love Cue how dirty the water is and playing, playing all the dishes are bloody. Yep. Cue the music. Ah, <laughs> oh, this song slaps. So good, dude. I love this song. Oh, we're do we're totally having this at the wedding. Yes. <laughs> I also love how they clearly have like lots and lots of props left over from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> of course. I mean, well, yeah, because like they had a ridiculous amount of crap laying around from peter jackson stuff because he he stores that shit away like it is almost impossible to find screen used lord of the rings stuff despite the fact that weta digital made a shitload of them but because you know he, peter jackson's just right around the corner from these guys uh he was able to get a lot of props and a lot of macabre kind of stuff for this movie oh, i love that painting we actually have that painting in our in our gallery yes That's he also good. gave me uh copy of it for uh my desk at work mm-hmm of this 
the way he transitions. I love into how that. they clearly have these hobbies too. Yeah, and well, they got to keep busy. They're, exactly. They're it's boring being a vampire. Well, you're gonna get bored. <laughs> also, you you can tell they haven't kept up with technology, so no. they gotta entertain themselves. And it, it becomes very clear in a and later scene. Just like right on cue, there's uh, Taika Waititi's fascination with Nazism. Yeah. Were there any Nazi stuff in Hunt for the Wilder People? I don't remember. I don't I, think there was. I can't remember a specific thing, but I feel like there was, like, somebody <laughs> drawing swastikas, because there always is. Yeah. And in, in his New Zealand films. Yep. And then he just decided, fuck it, I'm going to be a weird version of Hitler in my last yeah. movie. <laughs> Did you hear he's working on another movie, a sequel to this? Is he? Werewolves. Oh. That's what it's called. We're, we are, uh, we, we are, are wolves. Yeah. <laughs> Which I is love it. Really we're, we're werewolves, not swearwolves. <laughs> it's not till later. <laughs> oh, I love the photography in this. Because yes. it looks like they actually used old cameras and then printed them out. Because that's the greatest compliment. Yeah, and this comes back in the, the TV show. Yeah. It's and the same song, and it's the, the the same photo kind of montage. Well, yeah, because it, it, yeah. Well, the song is just so the synonymous song is with great. this. With this, um, it's played on every year for our Halloween party music. We just play it in the car when we go for ice cream. Mm -mm. <laughs> it doesn't slap so hard. <laughs> it does. It's just that good. Yeah. I believe this is the point where he's like, "Okay, I'm." Uh, I'm just like a weird uh, European mutt and it somehow wound up in New Zealand. So let's write that into the script. Um, and I love that he frames it through as a like a, a weird convoluted love story that actually has a pretty good payoff at the end. I'm yeah. not going to lie. <laughs> Aww. Like... Two or three years after I first watched this, I realized that his uh, love interest, her family, was probably fleeing from the Nazis. Probably, actually. Because it would have been the same time it period. It would have been. You're totally right. Yeah. So she was fleeing from Deacon. <laughs> That's funny as hell. You're right. He was a Nazi vampire. Yes. <laughs> oh, and this is just a great joke. <laughs> <He's weird. laughs> just starts smoking well i see i know how that trick is done they just yeah, have a I little know. smoke machine on his lap but his performance <laughs> and the fact that it is kind of cheap makes it a little bit more funny and silly i just love the sizzling sound <laughs> why would you put the necklace on knowing what's gonna happen because he loves her you just pick it up and show it he he loves with your her. gloves he loves her And I love that this is how they entertain themselves. You know what I love about this part? What's up? Jermaine Clement is clearly the only one that knows how to play an instrument. <laughs> well, he does. Oh, actually, no. Uh, um, God, what's his name? Uh, uh, the guy who plays Deacon. Oh, what is his name? Oh, it's it's killing me. But and I did. I do. I have heard that he does play bass. Does he? Yes. So it must be getting drowned out by the awful trumpet. Yeah. See, Taika Waititi, I'm pretty sure, has not played the trumpet. 
And I, I do love this effect. This was also in the original short, wasn't yes. it? Where they just have like a puppet on strings. Yeah. And it's very, very closely coordinated. Which is actually kind of a cool effect. Yeah. Like when you know when you really like practice it and practice it, it's actually a lot of fun. No, not not the camo. I don't know. Does he become very sexy when he becomes a vampire? It's I know hard you... not to be sexy when you're a vampire. I mean, look at me. I, I was <laughs> dead but delicious. Dead but delicious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you kind of got me there. I was about to. I didn't want to point it right out that I'm a little biased because I'm basically engaged to a vampire, <laughs> but. <laughs> I, I do love the montage. Yeah. <laughs> also, because um, you mentioned that he's that his mother was basically... Oh, wait. All of this. And then the cut. <laughs> I love the cut. <laughs> They're just on a bus. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> um, that's a joke that's, that's repeated in the yes, TV show. Yes. <laughs> But I also love just how awkward they are trying to say vampire style. Yeah. It's, it's so dumb. But uh, I also dig, like, some of the soundtrack, and I especially love the fact that, uh, it, or I found out, like, looking some of it up, that mostly the, like, about 60% of the soundtrack in this is uh, old Jewish music, which makes... Yeah, you can tell just by listening to it's, it. It's it, very it, Hasidic it, sounding. It makes so much sense, actually. Yeah. It, it, when you really take apart who Taika is, and it's just like, this makes too much sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, also, they're older, and obviously from Central or Eastern Europe, too, so... Mm -hmm. There's a lot of history intermingling, so that would kind of be the music they would have listened to. Don't you, just, lives. don't you just also love the stupid accent that uh, uh, Taika goes with just the, throughout the entire thing? Yeah. You can tell it's like a German accent for him, but the other two, you're kind of like... What? They're, well, they're just kind of yeah. doing like a weird caricature of, I think, German. Yeah. Because, you know, like they're... Well, I think Vladislav, I think Jermaine Clement's trying to do more of a Romanian. A little bit. Because... He's obviously a par parody of Vlad Dracul. Well, he I, actually, I think really that's what because Vladislav the poker. Well, yeah, true, but I <laughs> come as, on. As far as like you know, appearance wise, I always felt like he was kind of based off of Gary Oldman and uh, uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Bram Stoker's Dracula is based off of Vlad Dracul. Okay, so it does kind of go for a yeah. full circle, doesn't Vlad it? Yeah, Dracul is... I've been, I've been drinking wine. Vlad Dracul. You need to learn more history, man. A little bit. Yeah. I'm bu I'm a little bit behind, but... Uh, Vlad the Impaler. Yes. Of I that, Well, that I know he was in, inspired... The ruler of Wallachia. Yes. that. Well, I know that Vlad the Impaler was inspired yes. by Bram Stoker to become Dracula, but I'm just talking about... And, and obviously... Well, I'm just talking. Clement's doing Vlad the Impaler, just doing a parody. Well, I, of that. I'm just talking about uh, specifically the 1991 movie Dracula. Well, have you ever seen a portrait of Vlad the Impaler? Of course. It looks just like it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I have a T-shirt of that, dear. <laughs> I know. 
Jones. Uh, I'm just saying, uh, have you? But have you seen uh, um, Francis Ford Coppola's? Of course, I have. You know, like, yeah, that, I mean, it's obviously a mashup, but he's obviously parodying Vlad the Impaler, is what I'm saying. Well, I'm just talking about his appearance. I know. <laughs> this is how we argue, people. <laughs> Usually, there's booze involved, and it's all like extended and full of shit, but also full of love. Got to have a familiar. I love the fact that the familiar is a much bigger role in the show. Guillermo's arc is amazing. Guillermo is amazing. Oh my <laughs> god. Uh, but uh, uh, although Jackie, uh, she doesn't come back in the show. Well, you don't see you her in the show, not yet, anyway. True. But you do know. I have that, hopes in the future uh, for her and um. Nick, yes, show up. I'm not holding my breath on it. <laughs> but uh, uh, Jackie, actually, the, not the character, but the the actress who does it, who's also named Jackie, uh, she actually directed a couple of the episodes. Did she? Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. I know. Well, I mean, <laughs> freaking putting down newspapers. <laughs> newspapers. And she's just sitting there like, oh, this is normal. You got blood all over my antique red, my antique couch, the red one. It's red now. Yeah. <laughs> But you don't think that's weird. Okay. It's, well, I, you know, I guess this woman just hasn't seen uh, um, uh, American Psycho with uh, Christian Bale, where all of his house is covered in plastic, and he's putting on a raincoat, and, you know, when he least expects it, he just axes the guy, or in this case, just, <laughs> this is so fun, <laughs> bites her, and the, 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 this is so funny. <laughs> Oh, crap. Got the artery. Got the <laughs> artery. <laughs> well, that didn't work. Another reason why I watch this when I my head hurts is because it's such a chill movie, but it's also hilarious. It, it is really laid back, isn't it? Yeah, just it's, kinda, it's a chill movie. You just kind of get to hang out with the characters. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking paper towel. <laughs> Seriously, you're going to need a couple more rolls than that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Messing with the microphone. <laughs> Wait, I love those details. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, he doesn't want, he obviously doesn't want to get any blood on their nice microphone. Yeah. It's those kind of details that they kind of skipped on in the in the TV show. Yeah. I mean, they're there. There, there. is a part There's where a they acknowledge parts. that they're there. Yeah, there's a couple But they of don't parts, really, like, but... mess with the microphones or the lights or anything. Or the cameras. Yeah. I mean, they kind of do every once there's, in a while. There's one part where they do that. No, there's a couple. Well, there's one or two parts where they do no, that. No, there's several, actually. It's just, it's not as... It, it it's isn't... not as present, and you... You, you kind of miss it, yeah. Yeah, and you forget that it's mockumentary style. Mm-hmm. It you, there, every once in a while you do forget which that it's, for some people might be a good thing if you yeah, just don't like the mockumentary style. It, yeah, because every once yeah. in a while you forget that. But it you is, you miss out on jokes like that. Exactly, like uh, the show sometimes does steep a little bit too far into like you know straight up sitcom and not keep with the mockumentary style. But they will occasionally you know acknowledge the cameras, the lights, the sound equipment, and all that stuff. Um, I just kind of wish that they would do it a little bit more so to add, like you said, dumb jokes like that. Yeah. Speaking of dumb jokes. (laughs) 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 
Yes, I would. <laughs> nah, he's not into it. Mm. You're not as tasty looking as I thought. <laughs> I, uh, that, I yeah, think... it's like when you're, that, that part's kind of like when you're like throwing pebbles at the window trying to get me to throw something from the balcony. Because <laughs> we live on the third floor of an apartment building. And he's an idiot who always forgets things. I am an idiot. <laughs> oh, look, it's Nick. Ah! You know what? You know what's also really funny about this when I first saw it? What? I'm like, oh, fuck, there's a guy named Nick in a movie like this. Now, to put that in context, when I was in college, there were about four, five, six guys maximum, I think, while I was in college, all of whom who are in the film department all of whom were named Nick. It's a popular name. And I know. It's just, I feel like that moment in uh, my Big Fat Greek Wedding where it's, uh, this is uh, my, Anita, Diane, and Nick. Nick, 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 Nicky, and I am Gus. <laughs> you know how people had the same goddamn name as me growing up in the 90s? Because it was popular and yes. stupid. Yeah. That's that's probably why. Because it's in the '80s, when we were all born, <laughs> it, it, was, it was it was a super popular name. Well, the fact that it was just the film department—that was like the, the the real kicker. It's just we always used to say too many Nicks, like too many cooks. <laughs> there were like three other Katies just on my high school broomball team with me. I believe it. <laughs> it sounds cool. And I was Katie one because I was the oldest. I was a senior by then. <laughs> okay, that's actually one of my favorite things. Like, why do we like virgin blood? Because it sounds cool. And would you would you want to eat a sandwich that someone already ate? No. Or his, he's like... Hey, you just enjoy it more if you knew nobody had fucked it. <laughs> Which is a way funnier line, actually. Yeah. I mean, he's got a point. Yeah. But I like how it's just not exclusive to virgin blood. Yeah. It's just, that's their favorite food. It's just... It's just cleaner. <laughs> Perceptively, anyway. Yeah. Also, don't we make fun of constantly how he says spaghetti? Poschetti. 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 Every time I make spaghetti, I ask you, would you like some poschetti? I would like some poschetti with There's meatballs. an Andy Warhol-esque print. Of a can of boschetti <laughs> on the internet somewhere. I want to get it. I want to hang it up in my kitchen. <laughs> would that be traumatizing or would that be awesome? I don't know. No, that'd be actually kind of traumatizing. Okay. As someone who has a penis, that would be kind of terrifying, especially knowing that if it was like a cobra kind of thing. That would be kind of scary. If I had a dick and it was a cobra, I'd just, like, sick it on people. <laughs> I uh, don't know if it's just because I'm a woman and I fantasize <laughs> about hurting people. No. I, with my honestly, genitals. <laughs> no, honestly, I think it's... I would be really scared because it has a mind of its own and I don't want to mess with it. <laughs> and I do love this whole... This little bit. It's... It's it's mostly funny, but it is also kind of scary. I love the effects they do pull in this, in yes. this scene. It's great. <laughs> They're really... I, I especially love Deacon. Yes. Oh, shit! shit! Not again! <laughs> Not again! 
stop hitting the artery. You should know where it is by now. You're like 400 years old. <laughs> he never gets the face right. <laughs> the way he moves, he's so awkward. I know. <laughs> he's just slowly counting out and missing. Fuck off. And it just stops. He just kindly told him, fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> and then I, this, this little this bit This is right my here. favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> How'd they even do this? Oh, that's easy. You just actually... Well, I know, but still. You just cut a hole in the bottom of the backpack. I know, and you just screen, screen them out. No, well, I mean, even because that was like a, a, a medium shot... Where the bottom half was cut off, you could literally just shove him through and not have to erase anything. It's only the point where he's like on the ground and crawling through it. Uh, that's the only part that would you yeah. would probably need digital removing. But <laughs> I know, but you have to actually think about how they will have done that. No, oh, that's easy. That's the cup thing. I could have done that. I'm not a filmmaker though. Oh man, as a filmmaker, half the time you're I'm a like, filmmaker. I am not. I'm like, hey man, like I know how they did that, but that's still really fun and cool. And the fact that it's I make Rick cheap. and Morty T-shirts that you buy at the mall. That's what I do. <laughs> I I make movies and I podcast and I do photography. Links in the description below. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah any T-shirt you find at the mall, I probably touched it. Right. <laughs> Just art wise. Right on. <laughs> By the way, do you, oh. This bit. But do, I was did you doing an erotic dance for my friends. But did you recognize the uh, the exterior of the house? It's really hard to tell in, in the dark, and I didn't realize. I know they that... like recycled a lot of locations for, from Lord of the Rings. Well, the exterior for the house actually used to be Peter Jackson's old office. Really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't realize it because I'd seen a lot of. I know the hill later on in the movie. Yes, that's. That's that's from that's yeah. a location they yeah. used to Lord of the Rings. Um, but I didn't realize that was his old office. Here they I'm... are entertaining each other <laughs> again because they don't know what TV is. They're just so. They're just like yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they're bored by it. Yeah, they're used no. To it. Apparently, the exterior used to, the exterior of the house used to be Peter Jackson's old uh, uh, how, uh, office. Uh, and I didn't recognize it, cause, and I should have, because I'd seen, like, tons and tons of behind-the-scenes, and it wasn't until I went back and found that out. And I'm like, oh, shit, it totally is. It's really hard to see because it's in the <laughs> so dark. It's awkward you can try to get into the window. I know. <laughs> Just go ass first. Why are you going ass first? It should be head first. <laughs> That's a very good point. <laughs> Why? I can fly now. Oh, Peter Jackson, poor guy. Both of our families are German, and we're just like, that's not something we do. No. <laughs> well, you're German-Mexican. I'm just all sorts of European. Yeah. That, what, what was just it? Just central said, and Didn't you Western say you were, like, you were like, come from inbred uh, hill people? On my dad's side, yeah. <laughs> Appalachian. Good times. I love that effect. Again, a lot Northern of this Kentucky, is... Northern Kentucky, West Virginia, oh. Southern Ohio. A lot of these are... A lot of these effects are pretty yeah. pretty self-explanatory, but they're so cool to see them like, being rendered like this. 
you know, my dad's side of the family being hill people really explains how everyone start suddenly started pronouncing my last name correctly when we moved to Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. No one up north got it correct <laughs> ever. And it's not that hard to pronounce. <laughs> it's pronounced the way it's spelled. Nick was in the original uh, short, wasn't he, too? Was he? It's, it's he, been he so totally, long since I've actually Actually, he seen totally it. was because... Okay, so Jermaine—I mean Jermaine Clement in the 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 teeth actually wasn't wasn't half bad. Well, um, yeah, because Taika Waititi had a really awkward like buck teeth kind of thing going yeah. on. Yeah, but uh, the guy playing Nick—I believe his name's Corey. I, I forget his last name. Um, but apparently, he like when I was watching it, he by far had the worst time. Trying to get dialogue through those those teeth, like literally halfway through it, like they kept like falling out and they were misplaced, and it was so funny and awkward. And Stu, Stu was in the original too. Well, Stu was a central character. How dare you suggest he not be in the original? Well, see, the thing is, like, Stu they brought, was awesome. How well, dare you? Well, they brought Stu in because the uh, Stu. Well, his real name is actually Stu Rutherford. <laughs> they just, they just kept the name uh but he was uh originally working uh do he does a lot of vfx you know yeah like uh w- w- what was the thing that you he uh worked on in thor ragnarok like wasn't it the uh the the, the valkyrie sequel? did he yeah. i don't remember he, he i i'm pretty it sure it would have been something you told me so you would know better than yeah I, I think he uh uh he worked on like you know the uh, the the valkyrie flashback i love that part uh sequence where um uh, like, you know, all the Valkyries get destroyed by Hela. I'm pretty sure he was, like, one of the main designers in that VFX sequence. So he really? was a VF- Yeah, he's a VFX computer worker. So when he was brought onto this... That's a thought- great thing, because it actually looks like a painting that's moving. Right? It's great. Um, But uh, when he was brought on for the show, he's like, oh, I'm just going to be doing computers. And eventually they brought him on. Oh, I'm acting in it. Okay, it's probably just going to be a bit part. He did not realize until he saw the final cut of the movie... Um, what a big role his character had. Mm. Boogie Wonderland. Yeah, okay, that's they have an electric floor. You know what's really funny? Hmm. That's another thing that followed me from film school. For some reason, do not ask me why, but in our university film organization meetings, um, the song that would play most often was uh, uh, Boogie Wonderland by Earth, Wind, and Fire. (laughs) It would play at every meeting beforehand. We would just, someone would just put it up on YouTube, and and there it would be. And weirdly enough, uh, my buddy Nick, <laughs> one of the Nicks, uh, we would often joke about how like we'll be in like a cafe or outside in a bar, or someone will be driving, blasting their music, and I swear to God, like that song would follow us everywhere. <laughs> It became kind of a running joke for us, and if I ever make a movie one day, I kind of want to use that song in a in like a really goofy, fun way, just maybe off in the background or something, just to kind of acknowledge the the, the fact that Boogie Wonderland never seemed to go away. Yeah. And again, it showed up back here in this movie. Oh, fucking vampire or fucking werewolves. Well. Werewolves, not swearwolves. 
well, the alpha there. I forget his name, the actor. Yeah. But the alpha, he's oh, a comedian yeah. that's very well known. Oh. And I've seen some stand-up specials, and he was also on Fly of the Concourse. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he's hilarious. The, the guy with the uh, the, the Yeah, the and he's also in um, the, the Jumanji. Orange. The Jumanji reboot. Oh, yeah, he was the... Uh, he's the, the NPC guy. Yeah, the one that sends him on their mission. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, he's the, the one in the orange, right? Yeah, the orange and uh, navy jacket. Yeah. I, I see it now. That's 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 awesome. The one that doesn't like swearing. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> some people just don't like swearing. Oh, I actually love this line here where they're just like... Where is it? <laughs> Why is swearing all the time? <laughs> Say it, don't spray it, bitch. <laughs> and Stu is just so weirded out. Stu is that weird friend who is like your a- average run-of-the-mill office workers who really had nothing remarkable. He's, he's like your, he's your normie friend whom you take off your, with your to go- target consumer friend. And then you have like a a, uh, a goth and punk battle in front of them on the street. Yeah. And he's you take just... him to a party and everybody's like in weather. Like the we- like the most normal <laughs> and S&M gear. Like, yeah, like the most normal person there is a guy is a guy, a dude wearing a like an all black leather mask choker uh, uh, He's got a dildo belt on. Dildo belt on. <laughs> That's and, the most normal guy. There. And leather pants, uh, along with giant combat boots up to his knees. He's the most normal. No shirt either. Like that. He's the most. Well, you normal. can't wear a shirt with a dildo belt. That's a of faux course, pas. Of course, of course not. not. Of course not. That's so gauche. <laughs> what are you talking about? But the fact that he's the most normal there, and you bring your normie friend. That's that's Stu. Uh, and I also love the fact that uh, they do that. Stu's the only one who wears makeup. Like he's the one that they make a lot redder, so that when yeah. they desaturate the film, he's actually like human. He's actually got like uh, a. Well, also, they make a lot of references to his big red cheeks because yes. they want to eat him, but they they agree not to. And then, of course, there's this great line. Nope, there it is. <laughs> We're not gonna eat stew. You say that's every time I make stew. Yes, I thought we have agreed. We're not going to eat stew. Hey, this was the meat that was on sale. You want to <laughs> eat or not? Oh shit! That's the obvious wire. That's tricks. that's some fucking uh, uh uh shit. Ang Lee, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon shit yeah. right there. <laughs> and Peter's just like, yeah, okay. I love how weirdly nice New Zealand is. Like, I love the the fact that New Zealanders are often seen as like. The Canada of Australia. Yeah. Just so unnaturally nice people, you know? Well, everyone's nice compared to where we live. That, that's very true. By the In these days, in people the year People even of, wear a mask in, to protect others. In the year of our Lord 2020, oh, Ugh. God, yeah. I love the I love the fact that the, that was clearly just uh, Jermaine Clement taking a shitload of selfies on an actual yes. picture camera. 
<laughs> just what threw it in there. What about shitty flip phone? Yeah. <laughs> well, I remember It wasn't a shitty flip phone. It was like an actual like old digital camera, but. Was it? Yeah, it, uh, but it was still really. There's funny. another scene where they're just like they have shitty flip phones. Mm-hmm. Even though there it's is like a crucifix 20, behind you. Even though this came out in like 2014. Oh yeah, we can poke him on the on the internet. Can we we, we can do that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they kind of get freaked out at the sight of a sunrise. <laughs> on this little joke. <laughs> I don't think she's a virgin doing that. <laughs> and then... <laughs> wicky wicky! <laughs> Only a vampire yeah, would be Yeah, Deacon doing... fronts that he doesn't like Nick or Stu. Well, he, he, he likes Stu, but he fronts that he doesn't like Nick. Well, Nick's kind of a dick. Nick the dick. Well, well Nick did <laughs> rip off his jacket. Yeah. Always old familiar. This is... I, I really wonder what happened to this guy. Well, he probably died. Probably. He's like, what, 90-something in this? Yeah. And he's just like... Ugh. Even now, he's like, I'm in my 90s, I'm so old. Oh, dear. Well, I will say this, though. Viago is much nicer to his familiar than uh, uh, Nandor is to Guillermo. I think it's mostly um, Nadia and uh, Laszlo, Laszlo that, are, that are mostly mean to him. Nandor obviously Just... has some sort of respect he... and care for him. He... Well, a small scrap of it. A small scrap of it, but... But I think it's I think he's around Nadia and Laszlo a lot, and they have just don't respect him at all, hmm. and that kind of makes him be an asshole to him. <laughs> now, yeah, he is kind of an asshole to him in his own yeah. respect. Well, but when the... Guillermo's not around, he obviously misses him. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because no one's out to take the dry cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> just ask Colin Robinson to do it. <laughs> but at least Viago does treat his familiar slightly better. Yeah. Slightly. Well, Viago just ghosts him. That's... Yep, until he dies. Yeah, he's not, like, straight-up abusive. <laughs> and I love how all of these bars are actually real bars. They just went on location. Yeah. Really mads to the, the whole if, thing. If you weren't so tall, I would totally suggest honeymooning in New Zealand. Because oh. the... the Airplane ride would freaking kill you because yeah. we cannot afford I am, first class. I, I people. am like six two, six three, and in coach, dear God, my knees. I'm only five four. I'd be fine. My knees would <laughs> be destroyed by. That's a another reason like we that. can't go to Japan. <laughs> well, I'm too tall for Japan. I know. <laughs> We've a, it's a fourteen this. hour plane ride. B, it's Japan. It is not for tall people. I really love the shitty incandescent lighting of the uh, the, the the shop. <laughs> yes. It makes me think of that really great scene where Nandor and Guillermo were shopping. Yeah. It just feels so dead and soulless, despite the fact that it's so funny. If we did have Wait. the money to actually emigrate and actually obtain a visa for New Zealand, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> 
If we actually somehow miraculously obtained visas for New Zealand and We're just gonna live there. Fuck it. Well, I'm asking you, would, would you be able to be able to take the plane rides? Because obviously both our families are here. Eh, I don't care. If it, if it gets me uh, a better life and a house with you and doing film and all this and kind idyllic of stuff. idyllic New Zealand. Yes, I, I'll be totally fine with it. <laughs> Your disappointment oh. island. <laughs> <laughs> Real there, island. There is an actual island in New Zealand. Called Disappointment wait, Island. Wait. Bad fight! <laughs> Every time we see geese fighting because there is a pond near our apartment, we always go, ah, goose fight! Goose fight! Bad fight! <laughs> yeah, you're just copying Deacon with your stupid jacket. You okay. deserve to get that ripped. Oh, here's here's something. Yeah. That I found out about New Zealand. They have this thing called chicken salt there. And they put it on all their fries. Oh. But the thing is, it's like loaded with MSG, which uh, he found out the hard way. I cannot have in large amounts. Yeah, you're just. It's not that you're allergic or it's like bad for you or anything. You're just really sensitive to it. Yes. And this is exactly what happens. When you have too much MSG. Yes. Just. The, this oh, I this that's something seen here. That's exactly I, what happens. I, I I would not want. Don't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't eat that. Don't eat that uh, if I were you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> and I love the the the. the God whimsical. bless the woman who gave me the water on the train that one time. Oh, that was a crazy God bless night. if you're out there listening, whoever you are. I really appreciated that. Thank you so much. That was when we went to Chicago and we had Pizzeria Uno, which is one of my favorite places. I love Chicago style pizza. Wanted her to try it too. She loved it, but it was well, we horribly laced with MSG. And on the train ride home, she just got horrif horrifyingly sick and just pu started puking all over the train ride home because we were... Taking the train back Also, thank uh, God for litterers. Yes. People that just leave cups And you of just fast started food puking into there. it. Well, it gave me something to, so I wasn't puking out of everybody else. That and, was awful. And then you know, this wonderful little... The pizza little, was great, and but... Then, <laughs> this wonderful little couple across from this, us. This wonderful lady offered me a bottle of water. Bless them. Yes. Um, but this isn't the first time that someone puked because of this scene. Uh, if you remember, Hannah, my old co-host, had an incident that I... Which incident? There have been several incidents okay, well... with Hannah. <laughs> We've known Hannah a very long time. Uh, well, it was uh, when we were taking a road trip up to, uh, to, to go hiking. Um, we, uh, we were watching this along the way because it was a bit of a drive. It was about oh, yes. an hour. It was about an hour or... We were going to Hawking Hills. Yeah, it was about a ninety-minute drive, and we decided to have this on. Uh, she wasn't. She was experiencing. A, 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 she was kind of ill that morning. Well, and, she was really hungover. Yes, and then and she was in the back seat, so she was a little car sick. And then when she saw Nick just spewing blood, she just couldn't take it anymore. Rolled down the window and just puked right out the side of our car, and in the process lost her glasses. 
to which we were going about like almost 80 miles an hour and so we, we pulled over and you we walked hopped out of the car we walked we must have walked maybe about along two, the highway two miles back just to find those glasses we found hide nor hair and we decided it was just going to be a loss so we got back in and continued the day and the rest of the day was actually much better after that well that weekend her and i have similar prescriptions yes and i have prescription sunglasses so we just kind of swapped our glasses out we we because i had two pairs yep i had my prescription sunglasses and I had my regular glasses mm-hmm. so we got just kind of shared <laughs> so she wouldn't like get really bad headaches yep and, then, and but that the was interesting. Of, yeah, it was a fun little adventure, but yeah. the rest of that day was really fun. We I met a really cool dog that day, too. Yes. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, like you wouldn't. <laughs> Just with a picture right above me. Oh, no. This part. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Peter is on fire. Peter is on fire. I love the screeching. Yes. Jesus. The sounds that they put on how to make. Jesus. <laughs> Just running with water. Does absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's sunlight! It's sunlight! Okay, no. I know this is a really earnest moment. And I actually kind of got a little sad watching this. <laughs> but this upcoming line, this this upcoming line coming up is just, I just cannot take it seriously because the execution is just way too funny. This. <laughs> I can't take that line seriously, but it's so funny. <laughs> Oh, you know what else was cut from the movie? What? They had a funeral for uh, um, Peter. That's right. Uh, they had this, like... Actually, I think you'll be able to see it in just a moment. Where they show the remains of Peter. Oh, this. Yeah. Well, he's just kind of ashes by now. It just... Immediately recovers. <laughs> <laughs> But I think the the remains of Peter are still here. Well, yeah. Yeah, that. It's ashes. Um, but they had like a charred skeleton prop. They actually uh, uh, had a de- deleted scene where um, they had a funeral for him where they launched his body into a river. Uh, and the prop kind of got out of uh, got out of reach of the filmmakers. <laughs> And it just started traveling down the river, at which point the filmmakers had to call the police and tell them that if someone finds this, it's just a prop. <laughs> oh, man. When I was a kid, I think uh, Wait. my sister told me this. Wait. The, the, the way he says this. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I said that to you when you're bugging me. Yes. What? What? But, but no, you're saying. Yeah. So we'll talk about like a fake dead body. Yes. <laughs> when I was a kid, my sister told me this because she's about nine years older than me. So she would have been a teenager at the time. But um, 
I grew up in Toledo, which is not too far from Detroit. Oh, so little, little Inception action going on. Yes. <laughs> so, um, the group Nine Inch Nails was actually this was like the mid, early oh, to mid nineties. No the, gr- the group Nine Inch Nails were actually filming a music video of some sort. Right on. Somewhere near Toledo, and it actually ended up on the news that um there was there was like a dead body found. Oh shit. But it wasn't actually a dead body. It was just a prop for the this <laughs> music video <laughs> <laughs> that Nine Inch Nails was filming. How about that? Yeah, because I guess they were like near Detroit at the time. They decided to film this video. <laughs> oh shit! It's the cops. One of the cameras here. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, that earlier shot with the fight with the uh, the rotating hallway, like I've seen that kind of effect in so many other movies, most notably, of course, Inception and whatnot. And you know how it's done, but when you see it, it's just like the coolest thing. Yeah. When you actually see it done. <laughs> Didn't Billy Eilish do that in SNL too? Would not be shocked. Walking up the wall. Yeah, would not be shocked. And then they like just showed how they filmed it. Yep. I mean, it's just a giant hamster wheel. That's all it yeah, is. Yeah, that's all it is. Kubrick made that for two thousand and one way back in the day. Yeah. Seeing two thousand one in the theater was great. Oh man. <laughs> I love that I... he's got him hypnotized. See, Lawrence of the Radio, however, was painful. Because I get chronic migraines, and we were up close to the screen. And for four hours, and you... it was four hour long movie, and it just became so painful. I couldn't. I could. I was in pain by the time the intermission happened, and I toughed it out. But I was so nauseous by the end of it. Yeah. I <laughs> I feel the same. The last thing we need. I is... feel the same. Christians are totally the last thing we need in this house. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit <laughs> i love the tension in this that they're like uh, like that the illusion could break any second <laughs> i'm not a great hypnotizer <laughs> and i just love how casual they're trying to play it off <laughs> now, this was Hannah at Jungle Gyms. Oh, let's not embarrass her further. <laughs> like I said, there's been several incidents with Hannah. Good times, though. <laughs> good honestly. times. It's always a good time with Hannah. But there are also several incidents. I swear to God, like, this whole bit feels like a Simpsons routine. It does. It, it feels like one of the Treehouse of Horror episodes. Oh, and my it, God. It, can you get Taika Waititi to direct one of the... Uh, oh, uh, that would the, be great. The Treehouse of Horror I'd bits. Like, that would be that amazing. Would be, that would have, be so cool. Have him and Jermaine Clement write and direct uh, one of the Treehouse of Horror segments and then do a guest star. 
Yes. That would be awesome. It doesn't even have to necessarily be these characters. Yeah, it doesn't have to be vampire-related at all. Although it would be fun if these characters came back Simpsonized. Yes. But it would be really fucking great to have Taika Waititi write, and Jermaine Clement to write and direct, or write and or direct a Treehouse of Horror segment for The Simpsons. Matt Groening, get on that shit, man. Well, it would be hard to Simpsonize them, just make no. them yellow and give them over. No, of course not. I mean, <laughs> dude, everybody, like, almost everybody's been on The Simpsons. You can get that shit Simpsons. off Etsy. Everybody's been on The Simpsons, man. You know, even Werner Herzog's been on The, the Simpsons. Werner Herzog's been in everything. Well, yeah. It, he was in the boondocks. He's in the weirdest of places. He was in Parks and Rec. Yes. That was great, actually. Yeah. I have decided to move closer to to Orlando so that they may be right next to Disney World. <laughs> oh my god. Can we have Werner Herzog guest star as a vampire for the show? What we do in the shadows? Yes! That yes! would be amazing. Because I would love to see It would be his, all our favorite things. His and then tra- we could die happy. His trademark seriousness and nihilistic like clashing with the you know, the cringe humor of the show yes. would be amazing. Amazing. <laughs> the most Werner Herzog just it's the most millennial fucking thing. That we find him <laughs> so, so hilarious. So funny. Cause when he talks, he just talks about the the rape of nature and death and cacophony of yes. chaos. And it's we're just sitting there watching it just like Yeah, this I shit's know, hilarious. bro. I know, bro, right? <laughs> okay, so is so funny to us. Is, this is also how we uh, we punish those who break our rules in our household. The procession of shame. by his facial expression if he's really rattled by it or if he just thinks it's stupid you can't tell but it's so funny and then but everyone's like bye Stu Stu is just such a sweet baby who must be protected this is my favorite bit sad zoom I don't know what it is about that Zoom that makes it so sad, but yeah. it's so funny at the well, same time. Well, that's what time. I'm talking about. Like, at first, when they're doing Procession Shame, <laughs> he just looks like, are you fucking kidding me? Or... That's your first impression. But then they do the sad Zoom. <laughs> and it's just and like, just like oh, wait he, a minute. He was sad about yeah, it. Yeah, he was sad about he it. Was, he was genuinely hurt. Yeah. And poor Jackie's still cleaning up of their shit. <laughs> and then several months the, later. The more I watch this. Yeah. Jackie's not a great person. Well, no. No, she's not a great person. She's not t- really a bad person, per se. Mm-hmm. But she's not a good person. No. You know? No. Oh, shit, this. It's just one of those movies where you just pick up more and more on the subtleties of things. Yeah. The more you watch it. Ah. Uh. Six six six. <laughs> you know, if it wasn't for the pandemic, I totally would have uh, 
held an unholy masquerade. That would have been awesome. Just for a bunch of friends to dress yes. up in their plague masks and their gaudy dresses and capes and well, we leather legally pants. could not have a party. No, in June. No, which. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> picture of him. Uh, but yeah, even, even then, even fucking like Halloween is canceled at this point. It sucks. Uh, yeah, I'm at the point every day where I'm just yelling at people on Facebook for not wearing masks because I want to start planning the damn wedding. The bare minimum, you know. Yeah, and I can't freaking start planning anything, and I'm so sick of looking at Pinterest. <laughs> I'm mad about it. I want to do. I want to do the thing now. <laughs> I'm sick of you looking at Pinterest too. Because you've gotten so much built up, it's ridiculous now. But I promise you this. It may, oh, actually, now that you mention it, should our wedding invites look like parchment paper like this? I was gonna do the theater tickets ones. Oh yes, that's right. Because the venue we we've chosen and have not booked yet, but we've chosen is a theater. We're uh, a filmmaker getting married in a filmmaker, or a filmmaker getting married in a movie theater. Like, if that ain't yeah. perfect, the beast, the beast. I love how they build up the beast so it's much. It's so built and up. The, the payoff is just so oh, hilarious. it's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> what? The beast. <laughs> and you know, like, when you actually get the payoff, you're like, you really shouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's not, not that all. kind of movie. It just it's isn't. It's so funny, though. The fact that he wants to be Blade. <laughs> which is so funny no, it's because... it's inappropriate. Which, which is so funny because Wesley Snipes shows up in one episode. Yes. Over Skype, of course. He literally he's phones it in. He's a daywalker. He's over Skype. But the fact that he phones it in is even funnier. Yes. Okay, now this is probably my favorite line in the whole movie. Because, <laughs> yeah, this. That's, that's probably my favorite line of the... Look, my dark bidding on the internet. What are you bidding on? Oh, I'm bidding on the table. <laughs> that's what I tell you every time I'm on eBay. Yeah, well, that's... I believe one year I had that, uh, or it's like what what uh, my girlfriend sa uh, sounds like when she's doing her Cyber Monday shopping. Leave me to do my dark bidding on the internet. <laughs> Well, I don't do Black Friday because I hate people. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. Cyber Monday all the way, man. Yeah. I do love the fact that it's basically just like a gym hall. Yeah. Like, uh, dressed up. It's like a community center. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and they're basically oh, having an undead prom. 
it's not really kinky or fun like the biannual orangey of uh, Staten Island. <laughs> Lord help you if you throw a flame orgy. I know. Fucking Mike. Uh, the, 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 he, dear, he is the one we never speak of. I'll speak his name. Yeah. It's Mike. His name fucking is fucking Mike. Mike. <laughs> and I thought Mike threw a bad orgy. I'm actually kind of shocked that they didn't have a, a, a Babadook here. Well, probably couldn't get the rights to it. Oh, wait, no, actually, I think it's because the uh, the Babadook movie, because obviously the one that appears in the show is based off the one from the movie The Babadook. Yeah. I think that wasn't until 20, 2015, 20, might have been actually the same year that the, that came out, so... Uh -huh. Um, I Maybe they exactly just don't have year. Babadooks in New Zealand. They're they're exclusively a New York thing. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen at least three Babadooks. Babading, Babadook. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's the beast. That's the beast. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that Which, what you call your ex? To be fair, yes, actually. That's like, uh Like, really horrifying exes. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> call them the beast. I leave it in the darkest part of my heart. And I hope you never have to be exposed to the horror of the beast. The beast. <laughs> It's too silly. Is that a blood fountain? Yes. That's awesome. Yes. Let's have one of those at the wedding. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's just you it's and, just the zombie. and the zombie. <laughs> no one else has a reflection. He's the only zombie that showed up. This is our friend Stu. Oh, can we see some? Have there been demons yet in the show? I forget. There was a cursed hat. There was a cursed hat. <laughs> there were vampires. There were there's, there's been werewolves. A few babadooks. There, no, there have been vampires. There have been babadooks. There have been werewolves. There have been vampires. There was a troll. Yeah. But I don't think we've run into any demons on the show yet. There have been ghosts. There have been ghosts. Um, but yeah, we haven't seen any demons yet. We have fucking ghosts! We need we need to have some demons on the show now, don't we? Well, there's another season coming around. Yeah. Don't worry about yeah. it. The troll was really funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I really love the, how... The, the troll is so I funny. love how awkwardly nice that zombie is he's like he has to uh, work are you, up are you pre-deceased <laughs> he has to work up to it as if it's like it's kind of like a uh you know your conservative aunt asking you if you're like asking bi you. or gay yeah. or something like it's just like they're so awkward about it and you're just like waiting for them to just just fucking say it yeah but i love that that awkward build 
Oh, oh shit, we gotta get face. we gotta get it out. We gotta get him out of here. But I'm ninety percent sure. I don't know if this was the case, but I'm pretty sure that Stu was the one who got the most makeup in this scene. Because they just desaturated the footage to make it look everyone look kind of pale and de deathly. And they just made uh, him really, really red. So that way, uh, when they desaturate it, he's actually just normal colored. Because <laughs> I believe they actually did a very similar technique on The Hobbit with the dwarves. Like, when you actually see the, uh, the, the dwarves on set, their skin color is, like, crazy red. It looks like they've been out in the sun way too long. But then you see it through the, the He's wearing the footage. a bow tie. Look at him. <laughs> but you see he's the... not a threat. He's wearing a bow tie. <laughs> Speak up, please. He's so just... He's such a normie, but he's so... He's such a baby. He he's must too protect. pure. Must he protect. is. Must protect. Always. Yes. I want to throw a Pokeball at him. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta catch him all. But yeah, we haven't had any ver uh, um, demons on the show yet, so that'll probably be another big thing. Yeah. Because I would love to see, you know, some, a demon, like demons are all like sleazy con men. <laughs> yeah. That'd be fucking great. It would be hilarious. What's that? Just some like Wall Street goon. Oh my God. That would be perfect. And such... Gordon Gecko type. They're in Staten Island. They're in New York. So yeah. that would work. Oh, my God. That'd be so funny. American like, Psycho. Where they Gordon just... Gecko type of... Yeah. Patrick Bates kind total, of thing. Just total sociopath. And they'll be like, yeah, most stockbrokers are actually uh, are actually demons. Which you're like, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, my God. I really hope Tyka's would is like either writing that or is on that track or just hears this and just be like yeah uh yeah thanks just have the demons be sleazy stockbrokers he's like uh yeah thanks guys i'm gonna steal this like yeah <laughs> Taika, steal this idea <laughs> do it yeah we want to do it uh, we're not even gonna be mad no no <laughs> we just want to see it <laughs> you're just now noticing the cameras <laughs> they've been here the whole time <laughs> Maybe one. Maybe camera. one camera okay. guy. You could you could have one. <laughs> oh yeah, you're about to because like you think they would have noticed already. Yeah. Like Stu wouldn't be the only like predeceased person here. Vampire fight. I love how tacky his hair is actually. I know. <laughs> It's so awkward. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. And Stu just stakes the guy. Oh. That's kind of a no-no. <laughs> you should probably Here's one go. thing I want to know. What's that? So in the show, they're like the heads of the vampire council. 
these characters. Yeah. Specifically. They show up as part of yeah, the Vampire yeah, yeah, yeah. Council. But they were involved in this. So uh, how did they become, like, the leaders of the Vampire Council? Did they just send the schmucks over to, like, well, we enforce had... the rules in, in the U.S.? I, I guess. To dole out punishments? But to be fair, <laughs> thing, shit's kind of inconsistent, and plus, it's too perfect to have, like, a cameo. I mean, if you're ask, if you're demanding logic from the council, why the hell did they have that baby on the council? You know why they had that baby. <laughs> Even Colin does they, it. Okay, they Colin, explained the baby. Colin Robinson is on the council. And even he doesn't know why he's there. <laughs> they look at him like, dude, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I don't know, man. Because like, the power grows <laughs> grows in him by the day. <laughs> oh, the fact that they chain themselves up to trees, a trees during the full moon. Now, you mentioned earlier that one of the locations for Lord of the Rings... This is the yeah, location. Yeah, this is the location. This, I believe, if I remember correctly, it's really hard to see because, you know, it's shot in, yeah, it's in the night. In the dark. And, uh, which, to, you know, actually works for these guys. Yeah. Because then, you know, people don't watch this and like, oh, loader! Yeah. I get it. Like, no, like, it, it feels like a whole different thing because it, it's shot at night and you can't see a whole lot of it. And a lot of it's obscured by darkness. But apparently this is the same location where um, the ring race yeah. encounter the hobbits, like, under the tree. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's also really crazy. What? I could be wrong about this, but I believe Tolkien himself actually visited that very spot. Did he? Yes. Now, I could be... I didn't know I, he visited New Zealand. I, I, I could be totally, totally full of bullshit. But that's just something that I kind of heard in the ether. Um... But you can, anyone who out there listening, if you're like, yeah, 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 that's not true at all. Like, you can quit. Like, by all means, feel free to call me out. Oh, shit's getting real. <laughs> can we also acknowledge that the werewolf costumes are kind of shitty looking, but we're kind of okay with it? Yeah. <laughs> It's very... They don't need to be great looking. No, because... You well, only see these glimpses. Yeah, it's well, I mean, that's by design because they're like, well, these don't look that great. It's, and oh. it's, it's still not a super big budget movie, even though now that compared to the original yeah. short, it's that's, much bigger That's budget. pretty good shit right there, though. But the this isn't a blockbuster mauled. movie. It, yeah. This is an independent film. And you only see glimpses of the actual werewolves. Although this is really cool. Yeah. Oh, shit. I actually would not be surprised if uh, those werewolf costumes were, like, leftovers for something on Lord of the Rings. Like, some of the early, pre like, pre-stuff. Probably leftover from some other werewolf movie. Yeah, they... you know, it also reminds me a little bit of yeah. American Werewolf in London. A little yeah. bit. A little bit. Best transformation scene Ever. ever. Oh my god. And for those of you watching, I totally did a, a episode uh, last uh, October for it, so if you want to check it out, give it a click. Shameless self-promotion. <laughs> oh, they got stew. It finally happened. They ate stew. No! They made stew out of stew. <laughs> 
Deacon about to say some very kind and loving some words of comfort. Things. Words of comfort, and <laughs> that in no way are comforting to any normal social human being. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> okay. We have, we have to make a pact. Yes. Whoever dies first, the other one has to do a modified version of this, and they're you <laughs> Yes. Oh, my God. Because I can just f see the families being like, this is so disrespectful and horrible. Well, our <laughs> families will get it. Because they know us. Oh yeah, and they're just gonna be and like the other half of them, a mask like half of them are gonna. Crackers. That's that's really our goal when we get family and friends together in one place for just big to horrify things. our parents. Well, we horrify one half of them and we make the other half laugh. Yes. And at a funeral, that'd be actually really kind of funny yeah. in retrospect. But yes, I'm I'm here for this pact. I will. It I doesn't will... have to be the entire eulogy. Just. Modified version of that included in the eulogy. <laughs> Just kind of mixed in there with yeah. the rest of it. Yeah, I'll uh, take that. I'll take making that. Making a simple mistake of fashioning a mask out of crackers and, the... and being attacked by ducks. <laughs> <laughs> That's such good improv, yeah. too. <laughs> to defend that dog in court remember that dog we saw yesterday yes the tiny little potato the tiny little yorkie potato dog that <laughs> just came we were out for a walk and this little yorkie dog one of our neighbors had just came right up to us and demanded belly rubs and we're like yes yes sir oh my <laughs> i don't think he wants belly rubs yeah, no one's doing the dishes no one's done the dishes And now they're having the, a funeral for Stu in the same river that we didn't get to see for Peter. I think, you know, that's probably why they cut it out. Yeah. Is because it's a little too repetitive. Probably. I can see why now on this little bit where he's like, hey. notice in the back of the closet he has his um 
ethnic costume yes. that he was wearing. Yes. And the old photos. Yes. So presumably that thing's about 100, 200 years old. Look how red Stu is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh shit, it's Nick the Vampire. Nick the Vampire. He's, he's got to clarify that he's the vampire. Well, just... Nick, y- that they j- know. Well, don't forget about Jim the Vampire. <laughs> Jim the Vampire. <laughs> Played amazingly by the wonderful Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill's great. Oh anything. my god, it's fucking great. Stu! You're alive! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> oh fuck i love how awkward this is oh yeah okay so this is another bit um probably the funniest the funniest uh 48 hour film was a uh a, a film a short film di- called the final girl uh done by one of my colleagues uh uh oh god what was it michael reenactment <laughs> yes no but uh, hey they clarify I'm, getting it's a reenactment. Well, I'm getting to that um but this one short uh starring uh, uh an old colleague of mine uh brian really really funny guy who just has this kind of level of kind of cringe you know deadpan humor uh, and it was a documentary of a the of him being the final girl in a horror movie where they where he goes back through the events of the slasher that killed his friends, and a lot of it is done in these black and white reenactments. And when I saw that, I immediately flashed to that short film, which is still to this day the funniest. A uh, 48-hour film I'd ever seen. Uh, I, I I should probably show that to you later because it's so fun. You know, I'll I'll also be nice. I'll link it uh, uh, link it, it, it put a link in the description to his film, just so y'all can see what I'm talking about because it really is like a a really funny 48-hour film. And I love Deacon's sweater and the fact that they're like, oh, hope I don't go like, (laughs) that is a nice sweater though. Yeah. I would, I would take that for Christmas. Oh, this is so sweet. Yes. This is so adorable. It is. (laughs) Aww. And then this great joke here where they I, I love how they take advantage of every single situation with the dialogue this This movie really shouldn't be as funny as it is. But the fact is they the filmmakers are so smart 
they know how to take advantage of every situation, especially through the dialogue. Yes. You know? Every small gesture is hilarious. Yes. Beast. <laughs> okay, now this little bit here. This is our relationship in a nutshell, is it not? Pretty much, yeah. You naturally being the actual vampire. I can't help out of this pale, man. I... <laughs> but this. <laughs> yes, master. Well, I am the one that pays the bills, so yeah. Y yes, master. Yes, master. Yes. <laughs> Shall I assume the position, my master? fact that even the end credits are fun yes you know that's a sign of a good movie when even the end credits are really freaking fun <laughs> so i know you've seen this a bazillion and a half times but compared to how it came out originally when you first saw it to compare to how it is now, what are, you, how, what are your thoughts and feelings about it? Well, like I said before, the more you watch it, it's one of those things, the more you watch, the more details you see. Like the the, the little in-jokes that pop up? Yeah. Like there's, like, the Deacon's costume. Yeah. I just noticed that this viewing. Oh, right on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so every little thing, all the facial expressions, jokes that you maybe... We're too busy laughing at the joke before. Yeah. To actually overhear. Yeah. You hear those, and it's just even funnier. Yep. It's just great. And, of course, the the scenes where they're just iconic, they just get funnier and funnier each time. Yeah. Uh, I personally just, uh, uh, wait, Siffy the cat? I wonder if that was the cat that posed as... When uh, uh, Vlad turned himself into a cat. Possibly. <laughs> but I love the fact that that cat was specifically outed as a special thanks. They must really like that cat. Cats are great. Yeah, I really like our cat. Yes. Our, li our little dark minion of darkness. Our, our small void. Our, our uh, uh, minion. Who are you? What were we doing? I don't know. What are these microphones? Uh, that is an excellent question. Uh, well, I guess, folks, I, we should wrap this up now because I need to figure out why I can't remember the last 90 minutes. Uh, and I guess I should. Let's see. Let me check my schedule. Oh, yes. We'll be back next week with Raiders of the Lost Ark, so I guess we'll see you then. Uh, even though I don't remember what we just did, this has been Comtrack. Where the fuck am I? Who are you? Wow, you're hot. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an episode of Comtrack where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again.
Bye, guys. <laughs>